Ain't wasting time. Hell yeah, man. That song rocks. That's Speaking of awesome. not wasting time, let's get this motherfucking shit going. Great go cast. I'm sorry. Go get you some more ice cube. <laughs> the Brain Trust, episode 25, Drunken Debauchery, the inaugural Let's Get Ripped and Record a Podcast episode. Um, <laughs> fellas, let's go. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried. You're listening to the Brain Trust Podcast <laughs> on Grit. Oh, he's barking on B. <laughs> hey, that bark was a nice little addition there. <laughs> We're barking on beat now. Wow. That's right. My what's that beast's oh, my name? Wild ass dog. Who's <laughs> barking? What's the dog's Abby. name? Abby. Abby. Hey, I'm gonna post. I gotta see a picture of this dog. This dog is huge. She's a big girl, man. That's a horse. What's that's not a dog. That is a horse. Give me its stats. Give me that dog's stats. <laughs> yeah, forty time. What's it forty time? <laughs> but you faster than a five zero. That's the question. <laughs> yeah, she fucks up the three cone drill, man. <laughs> Can it drive a golf ball three hundred yards on carry? Yeah, <laughs> fuck. You should see her. Easily. You should see her free throws, man. Eighty out of a hundred is nothing. I saw airport to the ACL tear only though. <laughs> <laughs> I had to post that one back up, man. All right. Anyways, 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 anyways. I'm on tequila. Rail. Mercy. Sipping a little, uh, a little bourbon. A little bourbon. Soda. Got a little vodka LaCroix. Bro, vodka you didn't see LaCroix. the news about LaCroix? They're getting LaCroix up out of here, bro. What's wrong what with LaCroix? LaCroix is getting up out of here. Yeah, what They're do? getting LaCroix up out of here. It's lost like... What did they do? They just... What did they do? They didn't do anything. They lost... Uh, they've lost the creative interest of... Uh, of the people, they've stopped being innovative, and people have realized that Lacroix is kind of trash. And I say that as a Lacroix fan, the people are the ones that said that Lacroix is kind of trash. How, so, how much can you fucking innovate about bubbly water? we already took the water and put the bubbles in it. <laughs> what more do you want? I mean, like, <laughs> what did somebody say? Somebody said. LaCroix said, or LaCroix tastes like somebody in a different room yelling at you, <laughs> like yelling fruit flavors at you. <laughs> yelling fruit flavors. <laughs> Shabby guy. They're not wrong. I've had enough of this slander already, damn it. You, you, I mean, Rail, you still haven't said why they're getting ran out the paint. You just went, you referenced one bad thing. LaCroix is canceled. I did no. I said why they're getting ran out the paint because they're not making any money because there's a, a bunch of other uh, that disrupted the space and the owners of Lacroix. I, I want to say National Beverage is the name of them, but whatever the name of the parent company is, they're they're not innovative enough and they got uh, they're getting bounced up out the paint. I see that. 
That's fine. I like the off name brands too. I'm a I'm a Perrier stand forever. Yeah. John, what are you drinking? Perrier water. Can't hide money. Can't hide money, boys. Doctor money out here talking about Perrier. <laughs> Is Perrier that much more expensive? Don't even act like that. It's like the the big ones are economical. Marjan X six five. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's an, inside joke. That's an inside joke our 25 <laughs> listeners will get. Um, John, what are you drinking? Got a, little, got a nice little rosé going on over here. Is that imported from uh, your recent trip to Europe? Nah, man, this shit came from Trader Joe's. Is <laughs> <laughs> that new joint? The one that uh, everybody's been talking about? No, no that's Bellini. Never mind. That ain't yeah, that's, that's the that's the Bellini. I'm go. I am going to get that tomorrow, though. I can assure you that. Please send me a screenshot because I stand Trader Joe's. Man, everything Trader Joe's sells is good. It's awesome. That place kicks ass. What a Bellini, like just like a peach Bellini, or what? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a uh, it's a, like a peach prosecco Bellini in a bottle for for oh, five wow. bucks. I can mess with Prosecco. I can mess with Prosecco. Okay. Yeah, what a deal. That's yeah, I got to get some of that. All right. This podcast is brought to you by Trader Joe's. It is not brought to you by Trader Joe's until they cut the check. With Rui Bob. Rui Bob. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, healthy being Too coffee. Too Chuck. She, uh, my, well, you know what? We ain't sold enough coffee for me to even keep standing that stuff, man. Sorry, Dave. I love you, but I ain't selling no coffee, brother. <laughs> I've been talking about your coffee for 24 episodes. I've sold six oh, bags. man. I love you, but I don't think my guys. Six bags. Yeah. Yeah, it's good though. Man. Right, you know what? Yeah, uh, but promo code Gritnox, healthybeancoffee.com, Chia Maka Rui Boss. Um, <laughs> you know what? I should probably order some. Like, I drink coffee every single day, and I, I have not tried it. And I listen to you say it every episode. So I should probably try it and wow. Uh, help. Wow. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to drop that on your, your phone. No, no, no. I mean, um, everybody has their routines. And. Caffeine is your biggest routine purchase. You know, uh, we got a Dunkin' Donuts by the house. Uh, I sold the lumber to it, so I'm just proud when I pull up to it. Humble brag, humble brag. <laughs> margins are low, brother. In commercial, commercial building. Margins <laughs> are slinging wood. <laughs> Happily married. Grit out here tossing the log around. You love to see it. <laughs> Dropping wood off all over town. <laughs> Making happy homes. Uh, I love it, dude. I love it. But yeah, but caffeine is a big. Uh, it's a big like. Uh, it's it's a like okay. This works for me this time. Ordering something online, that could be a little bit. That could be a little bit different. But whatever it is, what it is. All right. I um. I just want to say that Terrell made me some of the best coffee I've ever had when he was a host. And uh, I just want to give him credit for introducing me to the French press. Oh, French press is great, man. Hey, you a You're big welcome. French press guy? I'm, I, was, I am not because it takes too much work. But anytime I visit Terrell, I know I'm getting good coffee. <laughs> big French press guy. Big French press Isn't that terrible? Hey, I, had, I had bags of healthy bean here, and I made you none when you stayed with me. Soda. 
buddy. I that's that's sad. Yeah, well, that whole weekend was a blur. I expect some for the Mormon game next year. I expect coffee. That's not too uh, much. Just shave days off his life by not giving him the Rui Ba. Yeah. <laughs> spell Rui Ba. The, the spelling bee's been going on. Spell Rui Ba, John. Wait, no, John can spell, I won't even John can spell it. Let's go soda. Soda. Spell Rui Ba. Buddy, I'm not spelling Rui spell Ba. John is a learned doctor. All right, do you do you really want me to try to spell Rui Ba? Okay, right John now? first. John first. All right, Rui Ba, spell it. Per, wait, pronounce it again, though. Like, pronounce it the way it's supposed to be pronounced. And can we get a language of origin? Rui Boss. Yeah, use it. Uh, Brazil. Rui Boss. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, Ruby. <laughs> Ruby. <laughs> oh, R-H. No. Oh, you Mercy, mercy. Mercy. What did he do wrong? I, uh, okay, so I am. Don't, don't just at me. Soda. Rui Boss. Soda, spell it. R O O I B O S. That is not right. I, I, I have no idea what even the word is, and I know that's not right. Okay, Rail, you spell it. No, I, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Can you pronounce it one more time? Rui Boss. Can we get a country Rui. of origin? I'm going South Africa. Brazil. I made that up. I don't know if it's from Brazil, but it sounds like I, don't, I don't think any words originate in South Africa. Where did Afrikaans come from? I thought Afrikaans was a, like an African mashup of the South African. Stalin rail. Spell Rui Boss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rui Boss. R-O-U. Tennessee spelled it correctly. Let's go. Oh, I won the spelling bee in eighth grade. You guys can all kiss my yeah, ass. World renowned. How you spell it? How Soda spelled it. Which is? R-O-O-I-B-O-S. Rui Boss. Boom. Well, okay. Right. I feel cheated. <laughs> I feel I feel like you've absolutely seen that word in real life before. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Actually, you, you know, know what? what? Hold on. Hold on. Actually looked at it. Guys, don't hate the player. You hate Googled the, game, the hell out of that. There's no way you knew it was South Yeah. Africa. Oh, just, ha- just, happened, just happened to go last on the internet spelling bee where we can't see each other. Oh, please explain to me how I will Google something I don't know how to You just spell. said you slept at Grit's house. How do I know you didn't sleep on a bat like a... Big pallet made out of Rui Boss beans. Hey, all right, let me tell y'all. All right, our first episode, uh, like when we started doing this together, it was me and Soda. Uh, Soda was on the couch, I was on a chair in this room that I'm in right now. And um, when we were doing it, he was like, okay, I want to be ready for this read. I want to be ready for this read. So I gave him an actual card. And um, we were doing something at the time. We were doing this guy named uh, John LaFavre. He wrote a 100 and something line item thing about how to be a man. And it was a whole bunch of just dumb stuff. But there was a couple good things in it. And then he worked one like soda. I'm going to have to pull that up. But you pulled the perfect segue into that read. 
Dude, I, I was like, my jaw went slack when you did it, but you're reading straight off the card. So I will say that this result was tainted. I will say that Soda, that was a fantastic job. I'm proud of you. That was a great spelling. But you have read Rui Boss on something that I have handed you before. So no one wins. Oh, my God. So I saw it once in my lifetime, and I get disqualified. You might be Rain Man. Wow. Yeah, man, that's how a spelling bee works. What kind of rules are these? You might be Rain Man. <laughs> because I have an outstanding memory, I get punished. That's sad. Yeah. So you admit that you did know how it was spelled already? Did I know how to spell it? Yes. Okay. I have saw Rui Boss once in my lifetime on that cue card. Yes. And no, I still don't know what the hell it I don't does. Either. That's what that's what that's what makes the beans happy, man. <laughs> Jeff Francor was just on my TV handing out beer at the game. I so I need for everyone to pull out your iPhone and type Jordan into the internet search browser and tell me what pops up. Like Jordan, 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 yeah, Jordan. The space. Internet browser. Okay. Yeah, in the internet browser. Like, open up Safari on your phone and type in Jordan Space. This product is no longer available. Jordan Space. The product you are looking for is no longer available. That's what I get. What do you get, John? Uh, I get the uh, Siri Knowledge Wikipedia page for Jordan Bone. <laughs> I have uh, the the Wikipedia page for the actual country, Jordan. Okay, were y'all so trying to were y'all trying to cop the the Travis Scott on your phone or something? Is that why you're getting that? <laughs> I was trying to search for the Jordan Sevens. Because my nephew turns seven next, and I get him the Jordans for his birthday hey, yes. every hey, year. Speak so on that. I know a- whatever you got going on, like we'll, we'll continue that. But I think this is an awesome thing that you do for your nephew. Every year that he turns a certain age, uh, my man Rail gets him those Jordans for that year. So he's going to have an amazing collection by the time this man's eighteen. Like, I think that's awesome, dude. I mean, imagine if somebody took that, like an uncle, took that upon himself to get you something that special every year. Dude, I mean, shout out to you, dude. That's a that's a great thing, man. All right, sorry. I stole you. Tight. I mean, <laughs> so you're giving me a lot of credit for just, like, I don't feel like I deserve any, any credit for that. That's what people who deserve credit say. I do. I just I thought it would be cool for him to have the Jordans that correspond to his birthday year so that when he turns 18, he's got a collection of all the Jordans. But I typed in Jordan and I pressed space because I was going to type in seven and a big picture of uh, Rachel Bush's butt popped up on my phone from news because apparently Jordan Foyer, the guy that plays for the the R skins. Yeah. Um, the R words, which we uh, we, we won't say. They're canceled. They're canceled. We don't recognize them. Mm-hmm. But uh, he, uh, it's apparently he's been lounging with Rachel Rachel Bush, who shout out Rachel Bush. Smack. 
And sorry, Jordan Poirier actually plays for uh, the Buffalo Bills, but yeah, I, I, but I also don't know why that would like. I feel like there should be some not safe for work. Like, what if I was like fourteen? That wouldn't be okay, right? It's a good. I'll send the screenshot to uh, to the to the group. It's a it's a good uh, good photo. Fourteen. You can't look at butts when you're fourteen. No, man, not on my iPhone. Like. You're looking at butts on your phone at 14? 14. I'm 34. Oh, that's a butt. <laughs> Ain't it? <laughs> Ain't it? That's what popped up when I typed in Jordan Space. And I've, I've obviously never searched for Jordan Fourier. I don't know how I got Is that Dak Prescott? That looks like MAGA Dak. That is, that's really not the best angle for her. <laughs> it's looks like a what, smoked what, chicken what? out here. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that was not Dak Prescott. That looks like Dak with a one cut. I don't the way know he's yeah, good for him. Is, but he's doing it. He good for him. The good way he's good for him. The way he's leaning up off that towel looks exactly how Dak looked after he got his ass beat by a bunch of Kyles and <laughs> <laughs> PCB. Yeah, just coming up off the pavement. Like what happened? <laughs> R.I.P. to good friend Matt Kyle. R.I.P. Maga Dak. Poor Matt Kyle. We're getting some good. Hey, we're getting some good callbacks, man. To the early Imagine episode. your quarterback getting like <laughs> I cannot imagine being a Cowboys they fan. Holy pain. smokes! What'd you say? Got what? Could not be me. What did you say, Grit? Just then. You said we're getting some good callbacks. What is that? Oh, callbacks uh, to the original uh, episodes that we did when we started up. I think our first episode that the four of us, mm-hmm. we did together, one of the main things that we went on was when Dak got whooped by a bunch of Chads and Kyles. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I think we talked about like Dak fighting future or something like that. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. Dak's, Dak's clone. We talked about Dak's yeah. clone. Open the box and the national anthem starts playing. <laughs> and actually, now that I think about it, I don't think we got to talk about this. I think we talked about it, but we never actually went forward. All right, hey, look, I'm gonna. Uh... That's funny as hell. Maggot Dak, you open the box of cologne and the national anthem starts playing. That's funny. That's funny. All right. <laughs> Completely hypothetical and off topic. You have. One gorilla, and you've got how many Mike Tysons? Whatever you want, pick a number. How many Mike Tysons would it take to defeat one gorilla? Prime Mike Tyson or Psycho 92. Mike Tyson? Where where did you get this question? Well, because I'm thinking about stuff when I was setting up when we started, but we missed out on this one. I wanted to talk about this one, but I never brought it up. We got one gorilla, one adult male gorilla, like in his prime, like 12 or however old they get to be. I don't know. I'm not a gorillaologist. Um, and then you've got. I bet that's not what it's called. Gorillographer. <laughs> and. Um, 92 Mike Tyson, like 1992, like the baddest mother on the planet. Um, how many Mike Tysons would it take fisticuffs hand to hand to defeat a gorilla? 
Is it a silverback? Yeah, sure. Why not? I'm not a gorillaographer. <laughs> Boy, you just keep getting worse. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm drinking more. It's a it's a silverback though, because like a silverback, I don't like they got the strength to push like two thousand pounds or something. So it's gonna be a bunch of my guys. Five. I'm thinking it's like oh, way more than five. Five. Way said five. Way it's like. Fifty? No, no. 50? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Somewhere in between those two numbers, you two are both on the opposite ends. Of okay, the let's meet in the middle and then go lower. All right, let's say ten. <laughs> are you assuming that the methods that because I think it has more to do with technique than anything? Like the Mike Tyson's are going to have to be smart enough to like leg sweep. The gorilla, and then try to pound its face into oblivion and hope that they don't see get the thing killed. that adds more Mike Tysons to my scenario is I believe at least three of these Mike Tysons are actually going to fight each other and not fight the gorilla because I don't think Mike Tysons in a room could work together. I think that maybe like at least like whatever the number is, subtract three because they're going to be fighting each other. Um, but I think, uh, I'm going to go eight Mike Tysons would defeat one silverback gorilla. I have a question. Is this in a, a like standard room to where the gorilla can't jump on vegetation or is this oh, in the jungle? Point. Mm. That's a good point. No. Mm. Cause if it's in a standard room and you got 10 Mike Tysons and one gorilla, I'm taking the 10 Mike. Tysons. I'm taking the gorilla. In a standard room? Yes. What's the Mike Tyson? Have you seen many of the gorillas Mike Tyson are strong, man? Like, yeah, I'm taking the I'm taking the gorilla. Like, I ain't taking Mike. Have you seen videos of Mike Tyson sparring in he's, his he's yes, Mike Tyson is strong and he's a dumbass, but he still has the human like perception of pain. A gorilla is just gonna rip your fucking arms off, man. But there's ten of him. They can swarm him all at once. What does that mean? What What does that mean, though? Yeah. They can swarm him all at once and do what? What is that gorilla going to do when he's catching 10 vicious right hooks at Shrug once? Shrug them off and then kill <laughs> them. He's not shrugging that off. Come on, man. Do we have Do we have a number on the power behind a Mike Tyson punch? Like a foot-pounds power. Y'all keep going. I bet it is less than a gorilla. Well, no shit, but there's 10 of them. I, I bet it is on the order of 10 less than a gorilla. <laughs> a, a silver Rock? gorilla can deadlift 1,800 pounds. I saw 2,000 somewhere. Oh, but Have you ever seen a gorilla deadlift? I have not. And that's without learning proper form, Soda. <laughs> Imagine that they yeah. got years of learning proper form. Oh, oh we are two we are two drinks away from this soda. I can out deadlift a gorilla take. <laughs> it's coming. Oh, it's coming. It's not coming. It's not coming. Let's ride this motherfucker out. Brooks okay, Kafka so and a gorilla a named, are a little uh, bit different, boys. So Frank Bruno, one of uh, Mike Tyson's rivals. I don't know oh, this name. But um, they actually put him on a gauge, and uh, Tyson knocked him out. But um, he was at 1,420 pounds of force in the ring. Um, so that uh, they're assuming, um, if they assume force, size, um, the actual mechanics of it, 
they're saying that Mike Tyson gets around 1178 foot pounds or 16 joules of energy. No, no, no. We're not doing that yet. We're not doing that. Yet. We're not doing that. Yet. Mercy. We're not doing that yet. What's the lowest amount of money it would take for you to take a punch? Yeah. All right. It's Mike the equivalent. Prime. You just said you just said it's, mercy, like you know how much force a jewel is. No, I right, said hey, mercy hey, related look, to the, the previous. Jewel's about thirty-five bucks a pilot. <laughs> Did you say a jewel is about thirteen bucks a pilot? <laughs> Hashtag, hashtag vape life, bro. That, uh, vape life, bro. that pressure is equivalent vape to getting hit with a 221-pound anvil dropped from five foot. Oh, my God. And that is from the thrillist.com. What, so give me, give me the gorilla stats then. If we're going to give Mike Tyson peak punch-in-the-face stats, because a gorilla's going to eat that punch. Like, my jaw ain't set up like a gorilla's jaw. That's my point. Like, what's Mike Tyson going to do? Punch yeah. the gorilla? The a gorilla's gorilla. Yeah, but there's 10 of a them. Gor- there's 10 of those punches. A punch gorilla it. has a, a skull like a cinder block housing a brain <laughs> the size of a walnut. It doesn't care if you punch it. Eating. Excuse me, sir. Are you a gorillaologist? Oh, it's not. It's not. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. On average... <laughs> <laughs> Grit, I feel like your term's not accurate. Just an observation, I'm not sure. Like, what the fuck was Jane Goodall doing if she couldn't figure out how to like kill these gorillas with an, a round number of American boxing champions? All right. On average, a gorilla is nine times stronger than an average man. The closest motion a man has to this motion is using a club. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A gorilla is going to hit them with that swipe. You ever you ever heard that a gorilla can take a human's human's face off with one swipe of their paw or hand or whatever gorillas have attached to their arms? They can take a whole human face off. So I don't care how many Mike Tyson, like throw 10 of them in a room. They're still getting their face taken off. That's right. right, That that pet chimpanzee in South Beach like two or 10 years ago ripped off that lady's face like it was nothing. And that's a chimp, whole not face. a gorilla. Right, chimp, so whole face, took it all. They've compared this motion um, to what's called a cudgel. Um, it's a very basic uh, blunt force weapon, and it has a crushing force of eight, 8794 PSI. So it's a cudgel, you say. Is that what Liam Neeson was going to go on <laughs> black people with? <laughs> Did we get another I swear to God, I was just going to say that. That is hilarious. We got another. We got another. We got another. We got another. How many PSI did you say, Grit? 897 PSI? 8794. 8700. We'll say 8800 PSI. So it's nine times, give or take, the force of a Mike Tyson punch. So, rule of thumb, my eight is a little bit short. My eight was incorrect. Are you about to say that nine would be better correct or more correct? Yeah. 
That ain't, no, because you don't get to aggregate the Mike Tyson punches to say, oh, the gorilla has nine times the strength, so non-Mike Tysons will be able to do the same thing. Well, no, I've that already told you. I've already told you. Out I've already told you I have to add three Mike Tysons to fight each other to the mix. So Each PSI for each jewel. $13 at the which <laughs> Who knew the Haslam's were the vape kings? Ugh, money. <laughs> I had no idea. We should have known. John, give me inside info. <laughs> yeah, we should have known when they went to Cleveland. <laughs> Thirteen jewels. Am I the only one that's? Am I the only one that's been to Cleveland that knows how shitty it is to get that joke? <laughs> yeah. Man, I don't think you got to go to Cleveland to know how shitty it is. I think you can just assume some things. I cannot believe LeBron stayed there as long as he did. That place sucks. Peyton bought a house there, right next to Jimmy. Peyton buys a lot of dumb shit, like a bar <laughs> on the strip. Are we getting? Is, yeah. is Peyton still in here, or are we getting Peyton out of here? Uh, well, I've, I'm on record. Why are we getting Peyton out I'm of on, here? Wow! I thought we got Peyton out of here during the whole coaching yeah. search thing. I'm on record as saying that. A lot of people refer to Peyton as the goat, and I used to. And I think we need a sacrificial goat, and I think Peyton can just roll on out. I mean, I was happy to see him play with a uh, get paired up with Tiger in that pro am. That like you know pre coaching search grit was like all giddy to see Tiger and Peyton playing golf together. But then I think about all those things, and I think about like us having Greg Schiano and all that, and I'm like, no, nah, I have, I have nothing to do with him anymore. Now, if I ran into him at a gas station, would I fanboy out? Yeah, but absolutely. But me drinking tequila on a podcast <laughs> at eight twelve Eastern Standard Time, um, I'm gonna be happy, and I'm gonna say nah. Yeah, I'm putting Peyton in like the uh, the same area as the uncle I only talk to like once a year at family holidays. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, if if I see you, yes, we're gonna post a picture on the gram, but. Man, you, you 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 still put your balls on that lady's face or whatever, and we're just not going to talk about that. But it's fucked up, man. <laughs> we're, wow. And and, and also, you were on board with Greg Shiano, which is arguably a lot worse. I'm not going to say worse, but it's as bad <laughs> in some certain circles. It's a lot worse. It's a lot worse. I can't believe we're Whoa, Ugh, Peyton, R.I.P. I love Peyton, but. I'm tired. You drinking I'm tired of Peyton? Can we can we get a like thirty second drink break? How long are you trying to drink? Are you taking? I need a refill. I need a refill, boys. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. Soda's out here taking shots of Kamchatka <laughs> like he's eight yeah. years old. Are you drinking that eighteen hundred straight grip? Yeah, yeah. Well, ice. I got ice in it. Here, you're a grown ass man, Greg. That's a well, good sipping. It does sound like you're sipping it, man. That's that's a glass of ice and tequila. That is rough. It's really not. It's really not. It's a great sipping drink, and it gets a bad rap um, from the people who actually, you know, they take shots of it and stuff like that. But if you just sip on tequila, it's a good smooth. I like tequila. Really, my wife has been doing. Like tequila and soda with like a lime in it, 
and I, I can't really get on. Yeah, I can't get so on board with it. I cannot get on board with really? that. But she seems to like it. You know, that actually makes sense now that I think of it. I might actually try that. Terrell's drink sounds cool with the ice cubes rattling. Yeah. Oh, no, that was actually mine. Rich drink sounds cool. Yeah. Hey, so, uh, so when'd you, uh, when'd you fall in love with a bourbon, Terrell? When did I fall in love with bourbon? Yeah, like when did you understand it? So in uh, in the transition, always been a bourbon fan, uh, more of a Scotch fan before moving here. But when I moved here, I joined uh, the neighborhood bourbon club. It's uh, a little thing that we do, and we have That's bi-weekly cool. bourbon tastings. And uh, I think it's cool. Is it though? Is it? Is it? I think. It- I think at this point, anything that gets it's you fun. out of your house and like engaging with people is a, a worthwhile hobby. We're old, bros. Like we we can't like this. This can't be a, a podcast for people that act like going out on Friday nights and Saturday nights is the fun thing to do. We're we're old, so that's not how we get down. I had a had a bourbon tasting last night. It was great. It was a good time. We have a, uh, a store, in case anybody's wondering, we're drinking the, the store pick for my local uh, water and hole. They're a single barrel Buffalo Trace. I'm a big fan of the uh, mash bill number one from uh, Buffalo Trace Distillery. Several good bourbons come from that. Charter, uh, Buffalo Trace, E.H. Uh, e. Taylor, which is my favorite sipping whiskey, but... I'm running low on my bottle, so I had to get back to the regular bourbon trace and uh, or buffalo trace rather, and that's uh, that's what so, we're so on. So when you get into a bottle of whiskey, one thing that I didn't learn until I went to Louisville at um, some of the different uh, spots we went to was um, you learn how to. It's called chewing whiskey, like to where you take a sip. Yeah, mama's here. Sorry, mama's here. Um, and you, you take a sip of whiskey and you physically, you chew it in your mouth. Like you bring it on every orifice that you have inside your mouth to deaden those burn senses, those fire senses. And then you take that next sip and then you can actually enjoy it. You can actually taste it. You can catch those vanilla tones. You can catch so much after that. Um, Louisville made me fall in love, well, back in love with bourbons. Like, I really, I respect it so much more. And I think more people need to do that. They need to bring a place into Knoxville that has all of those different aspects in it. Like, so you can understand Mm -hmm. the intricacies of gin. So you can understand scotch. So you can understand what good vodka is, like volunteer vodka, for one. But like you can understand a whole bunch of the different ones and like understand how good they are and why you like them or why you don't. Hey, I think that could do pretty well out here. You need like a uh, like a guide to kind of walk through some stuff. I like it, man. We need to set that up. Call somebody. Call your senator. Call your congressman. Set it up. Or we can all load up on a bus and head over to Frankfort, Kentucky and slide into uh, 
Buffalo Trace Distillery. And actually, yeah. Enjoy yourself. Let me segue this real Let's quick. Go. New patron, Louisville native, Chef Don, our guy. Thank you, Droop Dog. Thank you to Droop Dog for introducing him uh, to the ranch, who he became a good friend of ours. And uh, hopefully he'll host us and uh, cook up some wings for us when it comes down. But also, we have a brand new patron other than Chef Don, and this one feels good to me. The Ranch. Reed's Ranch becomes official with the Brain Trust podcast. And uh, he's a patron. Makes me feel good. We got to do a super show. We got to do a super show. I've actually been talking to John, and he might not want me to say this, but I don't care. We've been drinking. Um, I want to take some of the voices from the Discord that we have with the different ideas and the different opinions that they have. And I want to do multiple podcasts on the ranch brand, like actually like hosted through John and all that. Like we have like the guys that are good at personal finance. We have the guys with the baseball knowledge. We have the guys with all that um, NFL knowledge. I think that could be, I think that could be pretty good for him right there. Y'all agree with that? So I have a couple of questions. Are, are we, do we get to be a ranch brand? Like, is that a thing? That uh, we talked is, about is, it. Is we talked discussion? about it. But I said um, we could go under the ranch blanket. He asked me about that. And um, I don't know. I kind of feel, you know, I'm paying for our hosting. I'm paying for, you know, the uh, my software and all that. And if I'm editing it, I want to be in control of all my clicks as far as this goes. Um, but. I mean, I'm not opposed if if y'all want to get on board with it that we take the brain trust under the ranch blanket. Um, <laughs> this feels like conversation that wouldn't happen in the middle. Of- <laughs> Buddy, I, I feel like I can tell you, I'd show up like once every two weeks and half ass it. I don't care what we do. I'm down. <laughs> Don't roll me into. Let's not make this a business decision. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like that's how we do things. Like you should edit that part out, Grit. But yeah, I'm down. Every single time that somebody adds me and says that they listen to the podcast, I go, "Oh, what's wrong with you? (laughs) Like you listen to? Uh, For what?" um, there's a lot of voices that we have. And actually, look, if y'all get a chance, if y'all listen to this, unless you're some of my guys that come on board that aren't local to Knoxville, all of y'all listen to the ranch. Um, the Reed's Ranch, uh, his Patreon, get on the Discord and talk with some of the good guys that we've got going on. We've got Shout some out to the Shout out to the Discord. I mean, it really is something important that's going on right now. But I think we've got a lot of voices um, we could create our own little network out here in this area, starting out in Knoxville. And um, I mean, we could build something big and uh, that's what I want to see. I mean, is, uh, could John be our Portnoy, you know, could John pull all this stuff together and get us an actual full on. <laughs> I, I like it, man. I like it, dude. What, what do y'all oh, think about God. that? I think Soda's got like 30 friends in Minneapolis. I got like six in Indianapolis. So we got a network of like 36 people right there. 
You made any friends in uh, Nashville, Big Jump? I have some friends in Nashville. Um, so that's like yeah. six friends. I think they're mostly useless, but yeah. I got friends there. Wow. Shout out to Big John's Nashville friends getting called useless. They, they know what they are. <laughs> they know for a fact exactly who they are. They are, they are. they are very capable people, but they could not help <laughs> us at all. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, also I should side note, since I'm going to upload this ah, and man. not edit any of it, um, John has not said that he's on board. He said, oh, crap, that's a good idea. But he's not on board with any of this. So if he uh, says, grit, go to hell, I'm going to say, <laughs> you're right. I'll stop. But, um, yeah. So, grit, okay, pause. My response to that is you should absolutely edit this and let him play it beforehand because this is John's livelihood this is some shit that we do just on, or maybe I feel like this is everybody's boat, but like I do it cause it's fun and I don't like, I want to make sure that John's okay with you uploading whatever the hell we're talking about right now. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, yeah, that I sounds, agree with that. That sounds make fair. Sure okay. okay. See, I agree with everything you're that. saying. <laughs> I would edit all this. I agree with everything you, you guys just said, but also, uh, <laughs> I'm going to send it. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go full send. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay. Well, I'm going um, on record. Yeah, I'm gonna send it anyways. Um. So, uh, topics. <laughs> what the hell have we been talking about for? Four yeah, you don't, you don't want to do a snap. <laughs> you don't. You don't want. You want to snap in there. Yeah, you might want to snap to the part you need to edit out. Snap, snap, snap. It's like a sorority formal, just snaps. There you go. That's the line. You realize how hard it's going to be for me to edit this because we've been drunk talking over each other for the entire episode. Yeah. Have we? No, we haven't been. How is that? You just got to edit out the part talking about that. How is that different from our regular podcast? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, um, but all right. Know when y'all are gonna we alternate between dead air and just yelling yeah, at each other for some reason. Minnesota and his garbage food takes. <laughs> God, I'm still mad about Big Kahuna. I'm still mad about wow. garbage food. I did have I Italian. I was bringing that up right now. My, uh, my black box today, though, and it was delicious. So shout out to Minnesota. In the meantime, I have gone I back did. to I Arby's had. and had looks like the regular beef and cheddar. It's a great sandwich. It's a great restaurant. I'm sad that soda ruined it for me. Wow, I ruined it, huh? You ruined Holy the one smokes. experience I had hung over on I-40. <laughs> if that's the worst thing that happened to you while you were hung over, you had a good hangover experience. I feel that's like fair. I say right now, that's fair. I, mean, now yes. I just poured, I've drank half this bottle of tequila in the one hour before we started recording to right now. So let's go. Let's go. Yeah, this shit's never getting uploaded. Can we just take a picture of our bottles and gotten like I'm about halfway through this bottle of Buffalo Trace, and I was about six beers before that. We should have took pictures of them because talking about how much you drank is not acceptable. I did. I took a picture and uploaded it before we did the podcast because I'm a pro. 
Can and we no, get back to actually, talking about Dak Prescott? Hold on, but I do need your numbers on for how all many the Mike it would take to defeat a gorilla. I said 10 already, damn it. 10. 10. If they're in a room with no vegetation for the gorilla to climb on, no, 10 I need, prime I need my gorilla Mike to be able to go hide behind gorilla. some bamboo. Like, there needs to be a route. Now, he doesn't get to do that. I, He's I've in been, a regular room. I've been marinating on it. I'm going to say 23. Good number. <sighs> MJ, well, let's go. Don't say one. Is this like the prices, right? Yes. <laughs> half a tie. If it's the prices, right, I'm going 22 because my guess was actually 25. But I feel like it's somewhere in that 20 I'm stop 25. on 14. So I'm going 22. 14 Mike Tysons could defeat one silverback gorilla. I think so. All right, look. All right, look, let's get a topic in. So this is actually an official thing. All right, um, SEC has declared alcohol is happening. Starting August 1st, beer and wine sales will be available on campus for football games, baseball games, whatever else they do on, uh, on campus, concerts, all that. It's a celebration day, brothers. It's a celebration day. We finally have our alcohol. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I that's a good Blackberry point. phones that's a were good still point. a cool Blackberry thing. Made a Blackberry good messenger, phone, dude. They did. And I don't know how it even like it can happen to you that fast. Like you can go from in your prime to washed that fast. That's how Blackberry had Blackberry, a comeback. And that's that's brutal to me. Well, bro, Blackberry Blackberry had a, I, I like a Blackberry. Well. OK, once again, I'm going to say it again, then I'll get talked over. Uh, Blackberry had a comeback. They had a uh, they had an actual touch screen. Like an iPhone, where it flipped out it and you had the full though. QWERTY, bro. You don't know how bad I miss a QWERTY keyboard, where you can actually feel the buttons. Oh, mm. that tactile response of the buttons on it. And give me a oh man, give me a BlackBerry. Oh, bowl the bowl was a good phone. Let me go to work. I had the, I had the Storm for a bit. That was the Storm that was, was cool. the worst phone that was ever invented. Well, let's settle down. The curve, the, the curve yeah. was the eighty well, three hundred curve. That was buttons. a jam right the there. The storm um, that John is talking about was a screen that the phone moved in every time you touched a button. Like it yeah, press. Yeah, it was like a, it's like a clicky thing. It was, it was, it was garbled. Very weird. I actually, um, I used to have like a nah hard pass on that. AT&T never had dude. I think I put buckshot in that. I went through a weird phase when I put bullets through electronics when I didn't like it. And uh, the storm got shot up pretty well, I'm pretty sure. I'm glad you worked that out, buddy. I didn't work it out. I'm joking. You went through a phase where you (laughs) did what now? But no, it was one of those things when I would buy something, like when I would buy something new and I would just have like an old phone laying around. 
is like, well, you got something new to shoot when you go to the range. Uh, the range being a field, and uh, you just shoot it up. But yeah, the Blackberry Storm probably has some bullet holes in it somewhere in the greater Morristown or Sevierville area. I'm not sure which one. Possibly Jeff. Yeah. That's a pretty wide. I shoot a yeah, lot of places, there, sir. Yeah. So alcohol sales, SEC stadiums. Um, so I was, yeah, it's, is, uh, I, I was, I wasn't going to say anything in case I was delusional, but we were talking about that before we went just Blackberry conversation. Yeah. We got a good five minutes just, out of Blackberry. <laughs> I, I picked up my iPhone and I just, like, I don't like where we're going from a screen perspective. And that's why I love you, Like, if you feel it, talk about it, dude. Even if it derails an entire five minutes of content, but guess what? It's five minutes of content. We found found out that Grit has just been out here shooting electronics. He's writing manifestos and digging bunkers and doing all kinds (laughs) of prepper shit. I have never dug a bumper. (laughs) Dug a bumper. Wow. The the what would my manifesto be? Oh, who just who just popped the top right there? Who was that? That was me. Pop the top and let. Oh, what is that? It's a little little Sierra Nevada pale ale. You out of rosé? I am oh, out of no, rosé, baby. Oh no, baby. We're out of rosé. Let's go. It's all right, fellas. It is eight thirty p.m. Forty-nine minutes of literal <laughs> gibberish. <laughs> <laughs> Chris <laughs> gonna have to go out in the yard and dig up a Rosetta Stone to edit this one. <laughs> so bad, it's gonna sound like dumb shit. I might just DM this one to uh, our three patrons. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, yo, here's the uh, premium content that you uh, signed up for. You're welcome. This is barstool gold for y'all boys. Um. But yeah, all right. So, uh, what's your opinions? I mean, I think we're probably all on the same page. Um, I'm from the angle of if me being spoiled and living in Knoxville around the only teams I truly care about, mm-hmm. um, sometimes it's nice. Like, I like being there, but when an away game is on the schedule, I know I get to stay home. I get to, you know, mow the yard. I get to do all that good stuff. I don't have to do all of that. I'm not obligated. Y'all travel for games. I don't. Um, so when the away game comes, I know I get a break because when I'm going to a game, you're spending money to just go sit there. Like you're, you're going to wait in line somewhere. No alcohol, no nothing, losing like well, we're gonna as we have been doing, we're, we're losing a lot. Wow. Um, I think like, I know, I know. And that's why we're doing this. Um, to actually have that, to not have the 60 inch screens and like sit there and be able to drink at the house. Or if you're actually out there, if you've got time and you're out there with the guys and you've got the tailgate, you stay at the tailgate with the satellite, watching TV, watching the game. Um, not being in the actual restrictive stadium to where you have to sneak alcohol in or you have to get just plain obliterated shithoused before you head to the stadium. I don't know. I think this is a good move, man. This is uh, They make so much money off of this. 
now they're going to make so much more and you get to drink beer and you get to relax and you get to enjoy yourself more. You get to enjoy the tailgate more by not having to have four beers in your pockets walking up to the gate. Dude, like I'm all about this, man. Like this makes me want to go to more games right here. Rail, what do you think? Soda, what do you think? I am very excited for this. I cannot wait to spend $15 for a Miller Lite at halftime of the Mormon game when we're whipping their ass. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Before, Prior to this, you had to worry about your buzz dying down during the game. No longer. No longer, boys. You can buy a beer at the concession stand with your Petros. Mm. It's a good thing. Are you going to forego your orange tea at this point? I'm going to get both. Miller Lite and an orange tea, one of each. No, you fucking won't. Yeah, in, in no yes, way does this stop me from sneaking booze into the stadium. Yeah. It should not. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. It's just a surplus. Real? I mean, my like this is, this is a great move. I firmly plant my flag in the appreciation corner of this move. But I decide like I, I travel for games and go to new places for games because I think it's fun. I go to Knoxville for games because I think it's fun. Not going to the football game, but seeing friends, tailgating, going and going to see new bars and stuff. I haven't enjoyed going to a Tennessee football game in a really long time. And I don't want to, like, it sounds super negative, and I, I mean, I've been drinking bourbon for, I don't know, four hours at this point. But, like, I, I don't really, like, I, I don't have that, affinity. like, the addition of alcohol into the stadium doesn't excite me other than the fact that I think that it will make more people in Knoxville go to the games, which will make it a more exciting atmosphere in the stadium for those people that enjoy that. I don't care, (laughs) not right now. Like I want to enjoy it, I want to think it's great, but just right now, I don't really care. I like going to see my friends. I like being in the college football atmosphere. I don't give a shit about going to the games to watch the football games right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's very valid. Well, you being out of town, it's it's a reunion every time you come here, like um, soda and then soon to be John moving Mm -hmm. to Nashville. Like I'm actually going to be the only Knoxville dude here. That's like, look, I'm tired of these guys, you know, like, nah, but it's the experience that you get. And maybe I'm spoiled uh, by it, but. I don't know, man. Like they're 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 bitching about attendance. They're lying about attendance. We've all seen it when you come through the gate, and they've got these little like a uh, little frat Brads and Chads and shit, and they're scanning all these tickets, and like you know they got just a stack of tickets, like just a five hundred stack of tickets, and they're just like smiling and scanning. You know that's just a lot of Bob Kessling, just so they can get some numbers out there and act like we're not in a decline. Um, you're going to see SEC stadiums maxed out. You're going to see baseball attendance maxed 
out. You're going to see basketball attendance. Well, I mean, well, actually, we're going to have a shitty season, so you get some beers with it. It'll be all right. Oh, no. But it's going to be maxed out across the board. Wow. I, like I think baseball probably benefits more than anybody. Like, right? I mean, that enough. is – I mean, but would – would it not be so nice just to roll from class like in the late spring semester just straight to Lindsey Nelson and grab like two Miller lights and watch an afternoon game? For 30 fucking dollars? College baseball games are Very Do they take vault cards? They actually do take do vault cards. cards. Cool. I mean, if Cool Beans can take dining dollars, then fucking Lindsey Nelson can let you spend some shit <laughs> on a Bud Light tall boy. Not. Can we just interrupt this podcast to say that we are out on Rick Barnes? We're out. We're out. No, we can't interrupt this I podcast. I, I like Rick that. Barnes. I'm out on Rick Barnes. We just got an Oregon transfer who was a top 127. I, I don't care. We're are out you on in on Jeremy Pruitt? I'm not in on Jeremy Pruitt either. His dumbass didn't know what asparagus is. I can't be in. So asparagus is your fucking threshold. Buddy, if you don't know what a basic vegetable is, I'm no, out on you. Dumb. Yo, we're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, uh, not us, not the four of us. We are the brain trust as far as I'm concerned. But um, <laughs> the, the University of Tennessee, our, our only history is like our only success is the past. I don't see anything good for us going forward. And I'm going to be real with y'all right now. I don't see a national championship in my lifetime. Hell no, you don't. We got our ass beat by Missouri and Vanderbilt to close yeah. the season last year. I hope you don't see a national championship in the foreseeable future forever. I hope that it happens and I'm going to be excited. I will be on the front lines when we're good, excited as hell. But I'm not going to be mad when we suck because we've been bad for a long time. A long time. Yeah. But see, now the thing about it is with alcohol in the stadium, I think it's going to change a lot of things. I think it's going to change attendance to where it's an actual people show up to drink and party with their guys. I think we're going to be out there like the Cleveland Browns with the bags on our heads. Um, the the bagheads in Cleveland did not exist, would not exist if there was not alcohol in that stadium. It would not happen. Mm, true. Do you want that? Yeah. There's. Uh, go. I would just agree with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you don't want. That. There's a. No, we don't want that. We don't want that. It's not a good thing. But you know what? It's not about what we want. It's about the almighty dollar. And guess what? They got it. They got us. And we're going to keep doing this shit. We're going to keep caring about this shit. And it's going to go on forever, dude. And uh, I'm going to die with the 98 championship. And that's it. Who who is we? Is we who's we in? I'm so glad that I was coherent and understanding for the '98 championship. I cannot imagine being like two years old for that. I'd be so sad. Yeah, let's go. Oh, let's go, Abby. Get crunk. Answer it. 
uh, the door real quick and take a pizza on the pod. What kind of pizza? Hey, hey. No, if it's not a black box, get out of here, sir. Yo, Abby's barks are brilliant. Like, look at that spike. Wow, Abby's fired up. Oh, Abby, do you really not think we're gonna win national championship? Hell no. Yes, I do. How was that? How long? How many years are we talking? Well, I mean, I mean. 50 years, you don't think we're going to win a national championship? In the right, no. I'm back from the thing. Is the, sum- is the summary that Grit thinks he's going to live only 50 more years? I'm not going to live 50 years, bro. I got a, I got a solid 20 in there. Yeah, I, th- I think I've got maybe like 18 conservatively. <laughs> Do you really think we won't win a national championship if you yes. live 50 more years? I do not think we will win. I mean, God, if like if you approach on. this from like a uh, like a betting standpoint, like would you? I, I know like the the yes is going to be like favorable odds, but would you put or the, uh, the no? I mean, like really, do you think we're going to win one? Like what? Fifty years? Yes, I, I do. Why? What? What advantage do we have what, over other people? Because kind of confidence. Because college football goes – How long is our cycle down? We're on, we on a down cycle right end? now, but it is a guarantee that we Why? will come back up. The Blue Buds always come no back up. We ain't no fucking blood. What, 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 is, what makes the blood? You, don't, you do not consider Tennessee a Blue Blood in college football? Over the whole history of college football. I wasn't alive in 19-fucking-10 whenever we were racking up national championship versus Yale and Harvard playing seven-game schedules, going five and three, five and two, and still get national championship banners. Like, I don't have any idea what all that means. That's that's not what I asked you. Ask it. Do you consider Tennessee a blue blood or no? Wait, hold on. Hold on. Don't answer that. Don't answer that. Does being a blue blood actually matter now in football? No. Hell yes. <laughs> Do you consider – What was the last time that you asked an 18-year-old what they thought about Tennessee? Exactly. Seriously. Like, I'm dead serious because I have a niece that's 19, and I've asked her friends before, and the answers are hysterical. The guys that care about football, that, that love football – Ask them what they think about Tennessee. Just ask. Is Clemson a blue blood? No. They're they're fucking cooking right now. That's that's you're right. You cannot be a blue blood and still be cooking. But the blue bloods will always. You are you sound so get off my lawn with that blue blood (laughs) nonsense that is not a real thing. Talking about World War II national championships that World War II, man. Tina, play the game the right way. Okay, soda. Hey, soda. Soda. <laughs> soda, give me five blue bloods. In- five blue bloods. Okay. Alabama. USC. Okay. You just want in no, no particular order, yeah, I assume. <laughs> 
Okay, Alabama, Nebraska, USC. Alabama, USC, Tennessee, Penn State, Michigan. I'll There's give you five. five. I'll give you four of those five. We'll never win another national championship as long as we live. Ooh, that's a lot. Wow. USC will never win. In- four of those five. Four of those that's five will never win a national title. You are Michigan, smoking right now. Michigan will never win another that's one. Too many. Dude. Put the bottle down, never, buddy. I will never. Number one, down. I will never log off. Number two, I will never put the bottle down. All right. This never makes it to upload. Yeah. We call this a time capsule pod. We bury this for a hundred years. <laughs> and guess what will happen in those 100 years? We should just skip around into music. And guess what will happen in those 100 years? National championships amongst this group. Yeah. Yeah. Michigan will never win another one. USC will never win another one. Like, it's just, it's the, the playing field is so level. And you know why the playing field is level? Bags of fucking cash. That's why. Dude, you are true. It doesn't right matter. So, okay, okay. So, so what well, the, the best? Is, how many what championships do you think we're going to win in the next 25 years? Yes. In the next 25? Yeah. I wouldn't – in the next 25, I would say we have a possibility of winning one. Okay. So, then how many do we have in the so next not, 20 I'm years not, after I'm that? Not, one again? I would say we have the – Possibility of winning one every twenty years. I don't think that's unreasonable. I also don't think that you given our history, that's not unreasonable to get lucky and win that one and win none for the next fifty years. I think you guys are going a little bit overboard on my side and not recognizing that Grit just said five teams that are all-time teams will not win a championship in his lifetime. Grit, get that tomorrow. You just. I stand by this. I stand by this, dude. You said you just said that five of the all-time. I said four out of the five will not win a title in your lifetime. Okay, so who's the who's the one that's getting left out? Alabama, obviously. What the fuck is wrong with you? So only Alabama out of those five is getting left out, and you don't think any of those other four are winning a yes, title in your lifetime? Because the blue blood era is over, dude. He's dude, not dude. tripping. Grit is not tripping. I, I side. He is tripping. You don't think any of those four teams are winning a national title? In I his think lifetime? maybe they might, but I don't think that you should assume that they're going to because they're blue bloods. Because nobody cares that Penn State has eight national championships or nine or is second in wins all time because they started their program yep. in 1846 when black people weren't allowed to play yep, football. That's right. It, it all that matters is that James Franklin is corny and nobody cares. <laughs> James Franklin is indeed a cornball. I will give you that. Yeah, but I mean, are you? I feel like Soda. Are you one of those hang your hat on the eighteen ninety seven championship? 
No, I'm not like saying totally hang your hat on it, but I am saying that your history does matter. As so that eight nine seven it does matter. If what does your history stuck? have to do with future success? Hmm? What have you done for me lately? Is the life that we live right now? People don't get their news on TV. People don't tune in to WBR for the nightly news and shit like that. Or at least this era, like before us, when they die off. Local news is done. Historians are done on that matter. It does not. It doesn't mean a shit. It doesn't mean a shit. Like it's done. Like the past is irrelevant at this point. We're in a new era of sports. And right now, bro, it's just, it's done, dude. College basketball will be one of the last ones to actually catch it. But what we're used to seeing, like the dynasty of like, Okay, well, in the NBA, you get certain limitations as far as players go because you only got five on the court at one time. But when it comes to a full-on scheme, dude, the past means absolutely fucking nothing. You might get a team that gets on a tear for five years, but that could be Boise. I mean, that could be absolutely nobody. It means nothing anymore. And we're going to start seeing a more uh, a disparity of teams in sports. And you know what? I'm here for it, man. Let them little bitch-ass Bluefield, Boise, whatever. Let them have their fun. Like, it's going to be a weird life from now on. Um, it's different. Blue Bloods don't matter, dude. Sheesh. So is going to get a lot of love for uh, his take on this, and then we're going to go 5-7 and seven next year and lose the motherfucking Vanderbilt in Missouri mm-hmm. again. And we're all going to be like, damn it. That's what's going to happen. All right. All right. Everything. All right. Okay. Look, 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 look. Everything sucks and everything hurts. We're going to be in a world of pain. Uh, but you know what? We're going to be right the fuck here. <laughs> Shut up. Right like. the fuck here waving that fucking flag um, in despair with my guys. I'm going to be here with all of y'all motherfuckers at the tailgates. We're going to be drinking outside and now inside. And um, we're going to love this shit, but we're going to fail miserably and we'll never win another national championship as long as I'm alive. All right. Um, right. Now, let's let's uh, let's segue into music. All right. Watch us go 10 and 0 to start the season next year. I'm going to be on the front lines. I just want everybody to understand that. I'm here for the fun. Yeah, I, I, I will be, I'll be in kneeling <laughs> for the, the three games I've got circled next year. And then other than that, I will be at Cool Beans talking about how miserable I am until we're good and I have a reason to live again. That's it. I was soaked at the LSU game. At Butch Jones's last year in the LSU game, I just sit there and just soaked in my misery. I had the guy I work for right now, Ward, um, he texted me and said, hey, I got seats in the cover. We didn't go if you want them. And I said, no, nah, I'm just going to sit right here and just soak in my misery, dude. And that's our next – that's our life from now on It's just soaking in our misery. That sounds uh, – uh, all right. It's, it's not that bad, man. I remember the Oregon game, I think, in my freshman year, like 2010, just sat in the downpour and smoked cigarettes in Section E, and it was – it was, it was a terrible <laughs> affair, but it it built character. 
Wait, how old are you, John? Your freshman year was 2010? No yeah, yeah. Yeah, 2010. Yeah, I was, how old are you, John? 27. <laughs> okay, you're... Yeah, that the math, right? right? Yeah, the math works. Yeah, 2010. My response to that is my freshman year was 2004, and the Florida game in 2004 was the most fun thing I've Ooh. ever done in my life as a freshman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And that's my memory <laughs> of Tennessee football is the Florida game in 2004. I can't imagine going to football games as a freshman in 2012 Ugh. or 2013 and watching the football team for the last six, seven years and being like, yeah, I'm pumped up because yeah. we're blue blood. Because Buddy, we're, we at least you got a Florida win. win. I had three years of Dooley and one of Butch. Like, that was awful. 2004 Florida was not bad. That's a nice, that's a nice little card to have in your back pocket. It was awesome. That's yeah. my, my point. Is that it was rocked. awesome. Like I, like I have good memory. I have some bad ones. Fucking two thousand seven, the whole year. But I have some good ones too. Two thousand seven, yeah. we were supposed to be good, and we spoiler we not. <laughs> we lost. Oh man, you were at you were at two thousand four Florida with the uh, James. I was Lovoy? a freshman in the student section. Enjoying the hell out of 2004 Florida. Yes, I was there. That is an all-time yeah. game. Congrats for being there for that. I'm uh, actually typing to Twitter right now saying we're still recording, but I'm ready to say this is the best one we've ever done. That is just not true. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is objectively false. And sorry, 2007 was the wrong year. 2007 was the year that Eric Ains cost us the Sugar Bowl, and I'll never forgive him for that. But Can we please not talk about that? <laughs> please. I think it was – what year did we start? It was 2006 that we started off number three in the country and got our ass beat by uh, UCLA to start the season and then went five and seven. Is that right? <laughs> can we not? Can we not do this right now? I mean, ugh. I despise Eric Ainge. I will never forgive him for the game against LSU. Never. Nah, it wasn't 2006 either. Am I like I might be drunk? What the hell year was it? <laughs> <laughs> I also will never forgive Phil for running him out there <clears throat> and getting him hurt. Right before halftime against Notre Dame. Ainge. Getting who hurt? Eric Ainge. That changed our That direction. was the play that yeah. changed Tennessee football And honestly, trajectory look, I hate Eric forever. Ainge just like the rest of us, but honestly, I think that play right there affected his life um, going forward. I think that caused the depression and the pills and all that. And um, Dude, it for, I mean, it I love for sure did. making fun of Eric Ainge like everybody because, I mean, he's a shitbag. He's a, he's a douchey, terrible human being. Um, but I'm ready to say that <laughs> Phil put him in a fucking terrible position and we could have looked to him a lot differently, but Phil should have kept his ass on the sidelines right there and maybe we wouldn't hate him so bad. I, I don't know. I don't know. 
Just nail it out. It was 2005, bro. and that's brutal. All right. Hey, look, I'm going to put a hard clap Sheesh. on this shit. Hard clap. <laughs> no, 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 no. no Grit hates Philip Fulmer. Holy Phil. smokes. Uh, Phil got a little weird um, towards the end of his head coaching position. Like, I mean, he had the thing, like, he actually rebuilt his actual. Okay. You know that the head coaches, they have two offices. They have the office in the locker room, and they have their office upstairs in the off-season shit. Well, um, Phil actually took his season, his locker room office, and he put that bitch up on stilts. So if you went to come in to talk to Phil, you actually had to look up at him. Like his his desk was set at about six foot flat. So. It, in, unless you were Manute Bowl, you're not walking into his fucking office and making eye contact with him. You had to look up to him. And it was the weirdest shit any coach that I've ever been around has done. Um, that was really fucking weird. And honestly, it was Phil's time to go. When we let him go, it was his time to go. Lane could have had a good job, but he took his dream job, and you can't be mad at him. But anyways, um, Phil, look his end it that it had to happen that fishbowl thing sounds cool that's a power yeah. move <laughs> yeah yeah and say, i cannot and i cannot her. but that's like that's a weird like you walk in like to talk about like a like a miss book or some shit like that come into my office and shit and you're on fucking night court like that's fucking weird as fuck and um phil did it uh, to the end of his tenure, and I don't know. Um, I'm happy to see what he could do in the AD role. I mean, he will never give me – I mean, definitely not in his fucking lifetime. He's old as shit. But um, there will never be another national championship as far as uh, UT football goes. All right, clap, 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 hard clap, hard clap. Let's talk about music for a little bit. Let's segue out of that fucking negative-ass cesspool that is UT football. And uh, let's talk about – 2008 was the year that I was talking about. We got our ass beat by UCLA yeah. to start the season, and then okay, we ended good, up winning good. five games. Now I'm done. 2000, 2005 was a brutal season. Don't go back and look at the schedule for 2005 and what happened, because it'll make you want to cry, and we went five and six as a top ten team to start the year, and it is brutal. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right Back to you, uh, should we no you know what no i want to think like we even like kind of alluded to it like we were going to cut this music shit off but no nah, we're not cutting the music shit off like this this is the shit like the actual initial podcast is cool but the actual music is what gets you through the like week or two that we take in between shows um look all right so the actual albums were my recommendation was uh, Little Brother, The Minstrel, whatever the fuck it was called. Uh, <laughs> I'm drunk. Yeah. I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah. It's your album. The Minstrel Show. The Minstrel Show. I got show. a half a bottle of tequila in me right now. That was now your album, dumbass. <laughs> yeah. Um, say we're drunker than y'all, apparently. Soda, what was your garbage-ass album? <laughs> I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. I'm joking. Wow. Wow. That is an insult. 
You just came riding dirty. It is a great album. Please do not actually. Yeah. Trash. Okay. UGK riding dirty ninety six version. Uh, Rail. What was yours? The Beatles Revolver. All right, uh, John. What was yours? I think it was music from Big Pink by the band. Yeah, it was. Yeah. All right. Let me was. lead off. Let me lead off. All right. Um, music from Big Pink was good, but I feel like it was the same fucking song. Every song was the same, and it went on forever. Dude, that album took forever, bro. It's a long um, album. It's a long album, dude, but it was good. Like, it was good, but nah, I can't fuck with it. All right. Um, all right. Soda, UGK Riding Dirty <laughs> is responsible for so many classic songs, dude. Like, I'm proud of you for this suggestion. Like, that was just such a great, uh, such a great album, dude. Like, that dirty, that Port Arthur shit, like that beautiful Houston, Texas music that got me through the 90s. Um, great fucking album. Um, all right, Terrell, like this was the hardest one for me, man, because I've been a notedly, like I hate the Beatles. Like I've been on record as hating the Beatles. And when I got through like Yellow Submarine and like all the other little singles and everything I saw on every Toyota commercial I've ever listened to, um, I enjoyed it. And it's it's bad. Like it's bad for my brand to like flip that bad. But I actually listened to that one a couple times. Um, Beatles Revolver, pretty fucking good. They weren't like all transcendental. They weren't really weird with their drugs yet. Um, Eric Clapton, yep. Eric Clapton wasn't fucking George Harrison's girl yet. Um, wow. <laughs> It was, it was just fun for Shot me, dude. Fired. Shots fired. It was fun for me, dude. All right. Okay, cool. All right. I did mine. All right. Uh, Rail, what is your reactions to everybody's music? Uh, I said I was going to go last. Y'all. All right, okay, 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 okay. All right. Soda. Soda. <laughs> so, um, Little Brother, my favorite song was Loving It. It was very jazzy. Yeah. I liked the album a lot, but, but that was my favorite song overall. Um, Big Pink, the band, The Weight was probably my mm-hmm. favorite song, but I liked the album. I liked it. I you, I think the hate was uh, not justified in this case. Um, and the Beatles, like I already said, Yellow Submarine was my favorite album. So, okay, John. It was my favorite song, I should say. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling it back up. <laughs> it's been three weeks now, so I gotta refresh my memory. <laughs> Am I the only one? I did the homework. Long? It's just been too long. My dog ate it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> My man is listening to the tracks right now. <laughs> no, I'm looking for, like, I listened to the band, but I can't remember what my favorite song was off of this album, and I'm looking for my favorite song. Like, I had one song that I was like, oh, shit, this song is really good, and I can't find it. Oh, I thought so, he was going last, I'll, real. 
I'll, uh, I'll, I'll start with, uh, with UGK. Cause that, I mean, that album is an all time classic. That's one of my, my favorite rap albums. That whole thing fucking rocks. Um, was it murder might be my favorite song of that album. Uh, it's hard to, it's, it's hard to, hard to nail down. Um, no one, one day is awesome, man. That whole album is really good. That's probably the best overall album that's been suggested in this whole segment process. Ooh, wow! I, I think, man, that is one of my like smoke. probably five or ten favorite albums ever. From the from the Beatles Revolver album, um, I like Eleanor rigged me a lot. I knew I liked that song coming into it. This album's really good. That song's great. Yellow Submarine is awesome, like Soda said. Um, I had actually never listened to the Minstrel Show before. I thought it was. I, I really enjoyed that one. I think, if I remember correctly, because it's been it's been a year and a half. It's been, been eighty three years. Uh, I like Big John is in his bag right now. Let's go. Uh, I like cheating. Hang on. And uh, I liked uh, Beautiful Morning was good. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Terrell is doing his homework right now. My man. No, I'm not doing my homework. I'm looking for the tracks. All right. Is it my turn? <laughs> yes, sure. Why not? Okay, so my answers are, y'all ever been in class and that motherfucker you knew didn't do any of the homework walked in and was like, yo, I know exactly what the hell is going on. Then he cheats off either the girl in front of him or he pulls up his shit real quick and like types in the shit and gets his uh, gets his answers. Y'all ever been in class with that? Yes. The only album that I had heard out of any of these albums was Riding Dirty. <laughs> like, I'd never heard any of the other <laughs> So I'm just going to throw that out there. Riding Dirty is a classic, like a legitimate classic that sets the stage for Texas hip hop. And it's cool to me that Texas hip hop didn't really change in sound for like 20 years after Riding Dirty. It's legitimately like it all sounds kind of the same until like the mid 2000s and then it kind of goes off on its own thing I'm choosing Murder is my favorite song what were the other albums that we were choosing <laughs> <laughs> this has gone, this has gone on too long <laughs> the band the band <laughs> I don't remember the band's album. What I do remember from the band's album is when I was listening to it the first time, I was thinking this sounds like the Beatles, but not as good. It sounds like the Beatles, but like they didn't try as hard. That's what I thought. Wow. Terrell and the Chopper Spray. I don't even know if that's a Chopper Spray statement. I just remember when I was listening to it, riding my bike up the fucking boulevard. I was like, this doesn't, like this isn't, like, this sounds like the Beatles, but, like, not good Beatles. Like, the bad Beatles. Mercy, 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 mercy. What was your album, Grit? Uh, Little Brother. 
Little Brother, The Minstrel Show. I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, damn, dude, at least I pulled up iTunes on my phone and I faked that shit. <laughs> you could give the same effort. I listened to it. I this don't remember bullshit. it. I never listened to this Little Brother before. Like I don't remember I'm at least glad that Terrell listened to Midland because that album rocked. I'm just glad that he listened to it. Look, look, like, look. I love you, Terrell. Like, I love you, dude. Like, but I'm just going to pass on you on my album recommendation. And I'm just going to roll on to John. John, what you got, brother? Oh, buddy, I got nothing. (laughs) I didn't didn't know we were going to have to have a thing. Let me me do some... We did this every episode. Hey, come on, dude. I'm sorry. We haven't been. Ex- <laughs> I haven't been drinking for every episode. I. All right, shit. Let me come. Come back to me. <laughs> Give me five minutes. You're the last one. There's no coming right, back. Okay. You, you know what? You know what? You know what? But the response is, I listened to these albums. It was just a really long time ago, and I've been drinking bourbon for four fucking hours. How long have we been recording? An hour and a half. Yeah, a while. <laughs> oh, this is so good, dude. This is the best episode. Like, I guarantee this is the best episode. Like, as far as I'm concerned right now, I don't give a shit. Like, this will take me six hours to edit, but, like, I'm in it. Like, dude, like, I love y'all motherfuckers, dude. Like, I would never go through any of this shit without y'all. And like, like I don't give a fuck, dude. If somebody came and offered and they said, "Hey, look, um, we want this, but like, we want y'all to come on, but you've got to get rid of this guy," and I'm gonna say, "Fuck you, dude. I don't care." Well, we could talk about the money. Like, if the money was right, I'll say, "Fuck you." But um, if it's not, I'm just gonna say I can't go on without him, dude, because I love y'all so fucking much. For a million dollars, which one of us are you kicking off of the podcast? For a million? Wow. <laughs> For a million, they say you got to kick one of them off the podcast so you can. I'm gonna off. kick me off, and I'm gonna let y'all run. Ooh, Fuck out of here. damn! What a guy! Buddy. For a million dollars, I'm kicking me off. You could have kicked me off for like a five grand. I'm gonna make my money. I'm kicking soda the fuck out of here, and we're going home. <laughs> I'm gonna on. kick we're myself riding. out of here, and then I'm gonna let y'all ride on, wow. and I'm gonna keep making my money. I love you, brother. That hurts, Terrell. You, brother. That hurts. I'm kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> but you gotta get the fuck up out of here. Anyways, on to this week's album. Does anybody do. have an album? Well, you better talk for at least seven to ten minutes. Okay, great, great. Okay, look, please proceed. I know I'm going to be made fun of. Actually, you know what? <clears throat> no shame. No shame in any this music album suggestions. Is no fire shame. to me. This album came out um, when I was at a point in my life. Like, okay, when I when I deployed my first time, like going out to the middle East, like, and I was like, I bought three CDs and I'm going to go in reverse order of the actual one I'm suggesting. Um, my man's about to suggest Toby Keith. Let's ride. No, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, he didn't exist yet. He didn't exist yet. No, nah, but the, 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 I bought three albums before my first deployment. One of them was three 11's greatest hits great 
Ooh, love Amber. Amber is a it's great color song. of your energy, bro. Um, Whoa. Amber is the color of your energy. Let's go. The second album Whoa. I bought was Jet Get Born, which was a great album. Ooh. Great fucking album. But my number one is Maroon 5, Songs About Jane. It's a great album. Oh, okay. Okay. Rain Let's get jazzy. Such a good fucking album, dude. Like every song on there, like Sunday morning rain is falling. Every song had a season on that album. Like every song had a purpose. And um that man created an entire career off of that album. And it was perfect. I mean, it was a perfect album. I mean, there was no misses on that album. I mean, I wanted to go, like, I was really, like, strong. I really wanted to go Citizen Cope, uh, Clarence Greenwood on y'all. Yeah, but, like, Shit. Maroon 5 is just really yelling at me right now, dude. It's yelling at me right now. Harder to Breathe is a jam. Harder to that Breathe whole is album is fire. That whole dude, album that is fire. album is great. But that Clearance Greenwood project. Okay, well hold on. Before we, before I before I pull uh, on to the next one, I actually met my wife at the Valerium at a Citizen Cope concert. Nice. Wow. She gave me the wrong number. <laughs> her sister. <laughs> she gave me the wrong number. Well, no, her first name. Well. I'll probably blur it. I'll put it out here for y'all. But her first name is Anitra, and that's not a uh, that's not a very Caucasian name. So this is in the days of MySpace. So it's where I actually went out there on MySpace and I searched her name, and then like there was like two hundred results, and I said, "All right, Caucasian." And then there was three results, <laughs> and I was like, "And she was a nurse." Yeah. Like, like, look, look, I'm in. Oh, my man's missing. Let's go. Such a Let's good go. Fucking Let's ride, ride, dude. Hell yeah. It's a good album. It is a great album. Right, That's okay. a great album. Right. I can't wait to right, listen Rev. to that again. Good suggestion. Can y'all hear me? Play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. You're fucking with my ass caps yeah, right now, dude. Like, I might get sued for this shit. No, I'm fucking with you. Um. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's go with John. John, what is your suggestion? All right, if I'm being, if, I, if you got to pick one, I'll, uh, so I, I, I think Grit and I kind of talked about this on the court earlier this week, talked about how I fucking love the Lonely Island. So I've been, that's all I've been listening to the last three days. So we're going to get a weird, like semi comedy album. And I'm going to say Incredibad from Let's 2009 go. by the Lonely Island. We're going to fucking, I'm going to make y'all listen to that. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about on the next pod how Santana DVX is a fucking great song. Oh yes, we are. <laughs> hey, can we do the next podcast sober, please? Right. <laughs> you open Pandora's box, buddy. No, I I want to talk about Santana DVX and how refreshing it is. Make you want to have sex. Hmm. Hey, but side note that um, oh. Andy Samberg, uh, Canseco, oh, and um, 
Maguire documentary that I've been calling it. Um, that shit is enjoyable. Very good. Is very good. This is the longest podcast we've ever done. All right. Okay. Six hours. Soda. Soda. It's not good. Soda, give me an album. Just flick through some shit. Just Google something. I've got a, I've got an album queued up. Um, so my choice is from the year 2000. It's by Ooh. Everclear. It's songs from an American movie, Learning How to Smile. That is my album choice. It's got a lot of bangers. Really and I hope does. you guys like it. It really does. Wow. Soda. Okay. I'm with that, dude. Yeah. AM radio, brown eyed girl cover, um, learning how to smile, thrift store chair, thrift store chair, Otis Redding, unemployed boyfriend, wonderful. There's so like many bangers. Right, look, look, I don't like putting pressure on people because I've had a lot of pressure put on me in my life. But, um, Rel, we've had three good selections, and if you mess up, everyone is going to remember you as being the guy that messed this podcast up. Shoo! That's pressure right there. I feel no pressure. I'm going to give you one of my top five favorite albums of all time, Local Natives, Hummingbird. I can't Enjoy. even say nothing funny because I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Local natives hummingbird. <laughs> All right, dude, I Yo. trust you. I tr- what genre? Rel, what I trust genre you implicitly, and I know this is going to be incredible. What genre is this? No, 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 no. Don't, don't even tell us. Don't even tell us. We're going to figure it out with you, brother. We're going to figure it out in our own different mold, like whether it's in the truck driving, whether it's with the headsets on at work. We're going to figure this out with you, Rel. Like, I'm I'm fired up. All right, dude. All right, y'all got anything? I just said, dude, really fucking weird. I'm so drunk. I am so drunk. I'm really groovy. Yeah, groovy as fuck. Very groovy. Like um, I took a picture and put it on Twitter about how this is the best podcast ever. Speaking about the level of how my tequila bottle was low, it's lower now. That's not true. Who did you lie to? Don't tell them this is. The I best really. Podcast I mean, ever. I've enjoyed. I mean, my mouth is hurting from smiling. The content was pretty damn. My good, mouth dude. is hurting not from smiling, lie. dude. Like, this has been good. a good time. It's wasn't bad. All right, look. All right, I love y'all. And in case you thought it wasn't good, just talk about Magadak <laughs> one more time did. before we close it you out. You just did. You did it for us. All right, look, we got nothing else, man. We're at an hour and 40. Um, but, yeah, I love y'all motherfuckers, dude. Like, I for real do. Um, y'all got anything to say? No. You're finna have to delete a whole bunch of stuff. A whole bunch of us talking over yeah, each other. But yeah, I do it's gonna take like voice. six hours of editing. Sorry, John, go ahead. Prayers for grit. Yeah. <laughs>
Go Vols out on Rick Barnes. I'm not out on Rick Barnes yet. I mean, I am, but maybe I'm just not ready to say I'm out on that motherfucker. Just wait, dude. When we get 30-piece by Memphis, you'll be out. Well, no, he's doing what he needs to do. Penny is treating that shit like blue bloods don't matter, and that's what we need to do. When Penny talks shit after he 30-pieces us, you're going to be out on Rick Barnes. I'm already out, though. I'm ahead of the curve. Hey, Soda, what are you going to do when we get... 30-piece by Missouri this year. We're not getting 30-piece by Missouri. Come we on. might. Why ain't we? We're not getting 30-piece by hey, Missouri. So, 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 hey, real talk, real Why talk, not? real talk. All right, um, Missouri beats us by 36. Um, what are you going to say? Buddy, I've already made it known that if Jeremy Pruitt loses to BYU, I'll be ready to run him out on a rail. No, you fucking Yes, I won't. will. Yes, I will. I'm telling you right now. If we lose to BYU, that sets the tone for the whole season. I'm ready to get him so out of here. So what would that tell you, though, if, if Missouri beats us? Well, I mean, when Missouri beats us by 30-plus, um, what would that let you think about Blue Bucks? If we lose to Missouri by 30-plus points, get Jeremy Pruitt out of here. I don't care who else we beat. If we lose to Missouri by 30-plus, get Jeremy right, Pruitt now, out of so here. So as far as Blue Bloods go in the discussion, um, do coaches matter or does the actual team matter? The coaches matter But you for don't sure. talk about that shit. Like so many coaches flip from school to school to school – but blue bloods remain blue bloods. So coaches have no effect. On the blue blood, the blue bloods just give you a little leg up, a tiny leg up on, on everybody else. And if you on who? And if you pair a good coach with a blue blood, you get Alabama. Oh, that's so that's what, what happens. happens if you bring fucking uh, milk boy to fucking Michigan? Do we think Jim Ooh. Harbaugh is a good coach? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we successful in NFL. Do we think he is an elite coach? Yes, we do. I do not. Do we think oh, Jeremy no. Pruitt was an elite coach? No, no hell no. Oh, there has been nothing that Jeremy Pruitt has done to prove that he is an elite coach. Jeremy Pruitt was a tertiary afterthought. Like he's an overmorrow fucking afterthought. Like that motherfucker. Third. Shit. Over tomorrow. I don't know what that means, but I agree. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Cut it off. <laughs> Cut it off. <laughs> That's a good stopping point. We are stopping. we are two high Q two high Q individuals to be arguing about football in May. It's May. <laughs> Have some self respect. Oh man. I love y'all motherfuckers. I can't wait for my quarterback, JG, to be dropping dimes on the Mormons. Jesus.